Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal, here we are for another special episode. Today, we are covering the funnier die, wax on, fuck off, with Ralph Macchio from 2010. I, this is the first time we've ever dropped an F-bomb on the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast. So I don't think I've ever heard you drop an F-bomb on a microphone ever. No, I have not. And I may bleep that out before we release this episode. Let's just see. But that's the name of the title. And I was surprised to see that because when you look at the video on some parts, it has uh, the word kind of bleeped out. But but right there in the title, th- there it is. So yeah, this is, welcome to the adults only Let's Talk Cobra Kai episode. But we don't cuss throughout it too much. It's really funny. It's another one of these meta videos, much like Johnny Lawrence, William Zabka, Sweep the Leg, in which he created and directed. Very similar. And to find out that Ralph Macchio also conceived this idea uh, kind of was interesting to me. Well, I didn't know all that. You know, this is exactly what I needed because as our listeners know, I've been singing William Zabka's praises about all the... Th- projects he was involved in between Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. I mean, to me, he was just out there pushing the envelope on some of his crazy performances, namely No More Kings, Sweep the Leg. But after seeing this, I was like, yes, this is what I needed. I wanted to see Ralph Macchio push the envelope. And this is a Ralph Macchio unlike you've ever seen. I totally agree. It absolutely is. And here's a synopsis of it. So we'll give the audience a little bit of backstory, which kind of sets it up for us. In his new movie, Ralph Macchio faces his toughest challenge yet to become a Hollywood bad boy. With Karate Kid returning to the big screen, his career fading, his friends and family are forced to stage an intervention in order to reestablish himself in the entertainment industry. He hits the streets of Los Angeles to show everyone how tough he can be. Coming soon, wax on, F off. So that's it. That's the way they describe it on Funny or Die. And that pretty much lays out what we're going to talk about, Sal. Yeah, and this is a Funny or Die exclusive. So this is one of these things where you're not going to see this across multiple channels. The only channel I found this on was indeed the Funny or Die channel. It's from 2010, and it has over 1,600,000 views. Great insight on it being exclusive. You're absolutely right. But your numbers are a little low. What? I read that this video received 5.7 million views on Funny or Die. Oh, hang on. We're watching this on YouTube, but there's the view count on funnyordie.com. Exactly. I see. Got it. Got it. It also got a 91% funny rating on Funny or Die. So pretty fresh, I would say. In that case, I would encourage our listeners to watch this on Funny or Die as opposed to YouTube. So you see the video in its truest form. Absolutely. It was directed by Todd Holland and written by Chris Kula and Chad Carter. And again, conceived by Ralph Macchio. I love that because this is very similar to the No More Kings with William Zabka, where here we have our stars, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence, parodying themselves, satirizing themselves. I love that. So now, Sal, we're going to do our beat-by-beat breakdown of this four-minute video. So are you ready? I'm all set. So we open with the classic green preview screen that you see on trailers at the movie theater. So we already know this is just a little snippet of of the movie to come, if you will. Yeah. I mean, this makes it look like this is an, an actual trailer that you're watching. So we open with like this kind of a teen beat photo of Machio with the Karate Kid headband. And you hear the audio from the original Karate Kid. And it's 
Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Nice. And Sal, who is that again? That is our ring announcer from the original Karate Kid, Bruce Malmuth. Absolutely. Now, of course, we lost Bruce. Rest in peace. But you may or may not know this. Bruce actually directed Sylvester Stallone in Nighthawks in 1981. Wow. Maybe that was the connection to get to know John G. Avildsen that maybe got him the role to be the ring announcer in The Karate Kid. You never know, because John G. Avildsen directed Rocky, the Sylvester Stallone tie-in, perhaps. And then, in 1990, Bruce directed Steven Seagal and Hard to Kill, which was his second big movie. Had Kelly LeBrock in it. He'd already done Above the Law. So, by now, this helped Seagal become a household name. And, of course, it's a martial arts movie. I did not know any of this, but I will tell you this. I'm 99% certain that I was an extra in Hard to Kill. (laughs) That's awesome. That's that's truth. That's truth. Now back to the video. Now you see an Outsiders photo. It's Ralph Macchio from the film The Outsiders. And you hear what, Sal? Let's do it for Johnny. Let's do it for Johnny. I think that was Matt Damon, right? Matt Dillon. No, no, no. no Matt Dillon. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Dillon played Dallas Winston. Now, again, let's just... Remind the audience, if you haven't followed along, The Outsiders was filmed in my hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so it was very dear to my heart when Francis Ford Coppola came to town and made this movie. I was a young kid, but still amazing. Then they came back the next year or so and made Rumblefish, which is also a star-studded movie. But anyway, I digress. So now we see on screen, as a teenager, he won the hearts of a generation. And Sal, what do we hear now? Now you hear voiceover by Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. And of course, that's the direct reference to the title of this video. (laughs) Yeah, slightly cleaner. And now there's three photos. It's like the Outsiders photo, a photo from Karate Kid, and some other Teen Beat photo of Ralph Macchio. And it says on screen, a child superstar destined for tragedy. Yeah. Because, you know, when you look at Ralph Macchio, as compared to a lot of these other teen idols, if you will, he's led a squeaky clean life. Yes. You know, he's, he hasn't gotten into uh, drama or trauma or scandal. He's led a very clean life, been married to the same woman for, for decades. And so, you know what, though, that may not bode well for you in Hollywood. He's very similar to his character on Cobra Kai. He lives a pretty squeaky clean life. With the exception of his hatred towards Cobra Kai Dojo. Yeah. Yeah, let's not get into the end of season two of Cobra Kai. But yeah, he's, I don't know, does he have a little blood on his hands at this point? But yeah, he's, uh, as when you compare him to people like Charlie Sheen, you got these teen idols that went on to uh, lots of mishaps. Yes. Ralph Macchio, not one of them. So now we hear, stay gold, pony boy, stay gold, which is Ralph Macchio playing Johnny Cade. And speaking to Ponyboy Curtis, played by C. Thomas Howell from The Outsiders. And now you have, Sal, the 1980 photo of Ralph Macchio and the 2010 photo of Ralph Macchio. And it says, what went wrong? <laughs> yeah, these, these photos are 30 years apart. And I got to tell you, for 30 years apart, he doesn't look that much different. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He looks great. So, but of course, this whole video is about how clean his life's been and how it's hurt his career, which I love the fact that he conceived this. He's happy to satirize himself. And I just love it. Yeah. So now, Sal, Ralph Macchio walks into a room and what happens? Well, you have to know the show Intervention. It was really big about 10 years ago. This is the show where you, your family and friends gather around and you walk into the room and they all confront you about your drug or alcohol addiction. So this parodies intervention. So Ralph Macho walks into the, this intervention style room and he says, first thing, what is this? <laughs> and his wife stands up and again, typical uh, intervention fashion, honey, we're worried about you. And this is where traditionally then they would say, and your cocaine use is out of control. But instead, all of your loved ones are here, your manager, your family, our mailman, <laughs> Jose the gardener, and Stan, our new neighbor. We just want to talk to you. There's also another guy in there on the left, completely unidentified. An extra. Yeah, he's, he's an extra in, in this family intervention scene. Why is Jose the gardener there? Why is the mailman there? Why is this new neighbor there? And I like the fact that she says, Jose, do you want to start? Yeah, and he's are like, uh, huh? Yeah, that is such a great scene. And it does remind me of the intervention show. I think I saw that show ages ago. But yeah, they really went out of their way to load the room with loved ones. And this also does parody Ralph Macho's real life because, again, married with a wife and also two kids. He has a daughter and a son. So this definitely parodies his real life. And let's be clear, this is not his real wife in this video. No, no, no. These are all actors. Yes. So now we see on screen... Winner, Best Documentary, Hoboken Film Festival. Jason, I got to ask you this. As soon as I saw this, I thought of you because, you know, you have a background in, in indie film and you have those leaves that are on the, what are they called? Laurels. Laurels. There we go. Okay. So it, it has the laurels around, yeah, Winner, Best Documentary, Hoboken Film Festival. Is that a real film festival? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Sal. Because my first documentary, Strictly Background, was submitted to and accepted at the Hoboken Film Festival. Wow, nice. It's in New Jersey. I flew out. It's across the river from New York City, Manhattan. And it was a wonderful festival. We were the closing night film of the festival. I met tons of great people. I met Charles Durning before he passed away. Rest in peace. He was at the festival. He was in a movie there. He's much older at the time and had a great time. So yes, it is a real festival. When it popped up on screen, I thought, oh my gosh, I have such fond memories of that festival. In fact, I also met, of all people, Danny Aiello at the festival, who's also passed away since then. But I met him in the men's restroom, I was at a urinal, he was two urinals away, and he was trying to remember the year a certain movie came out that he was in. And I remember chiming in, I thought, I know the answer to that, but it's Danny Aiello. And I said, 1991. He was like, oh, thanks. And we started chatting as we were washing our hands. And I swear to you, he was enchanted by my knowledge of his movies and he actually gave me a hug. What? In the restroom. He said, Jason, you're a great guy. Gives me a hug. We walk outside and the friend I was there with sees me coming out of the restroom chatting with Danny Aiello. And she's like, what the hell just happened in there? You go in, you don't know the guy. You come out and he's chatting you up. So fond, fond memories of the Hoboken Film Festival. Well, that's nice to hear because at first when I started seeing the film festivals, starting with the Hoboken, and then later on they mentioned another film festival, I was like, are these even real film festivals? So yeah, there we go. Hoboken is a real film festival. It is. Absolutely. So now Ralph is outside with his son. 
And what happens? So it looks like they're loading up the, the trunk with some items. And this guy drives by in a black pickup. He yells out, stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> Obviously teasing him. Ralph waves at the guy like saying hello. And his son says, you know, he wasn't being nice, right? So like Ralph didn't even know that these strangers are driving by mocking him. Or he doesn't care. I was under the impression he didn't even know this guy was teasing him. He thought he was being nice because the son, that's why the son told him, you know, he's not, he wasn't being nice, right? Because I think Ralph thought he was being a nice fan, an appreciative fan, not knowing he was being mocked by this, by this stranger driving by. You're right. He's oblivious to the fact that it's a shot at him. And he's like, oh yeah, great. Yeah. You saw the outsiders. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And his son's like totally on it. Like dad, come on. And by the way, also not his son. <laughs> no, 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 no. So now we see his manager who, Sal, I got to say, so perfect. I've always loved this actor, Michael Lerner. He's amazing in movies like Barton Fink, Godzilla, Elf, and Vibes, of which I know that you have fond memories of. Yeah, that's where I got to meet Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper because my mother was some sort of psychic advisor. My mother used to be an avid uh, and professional tarot card reader at one point in time. So she was hired as some sort of psychic consultant. So here's my mom and I hanging on the set of Vibes, chatting it up with Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper, a fond childhood memory. You can hear more about this on Let's Talk Movies, the Fly episode, mm-hmm. with That's, myself yes. and Sal Rodriguez doing a deep dive into the classic David Cronenberg film. So what does the manager bestow upon us? He says, I spoke to every studio in town. They think you're kind, you're polite, you're gentle. You're sweet. No one wants to hire you. <laughs> I'm reminded of these guys who complain about being a nice guy, like, oh, women only like jerks and I'm a nice guy. So essentially, Ralph is a nice guy. Yeah. But you know what? Hollywood doesn't care about nice guys. No. We see this in the next shot. So this leads to a couple of cameos, and the first being Kevin Conley from Entourage, and he says just that. Nice guys finish last. It's a cautionary tale. And it's a lesson learned. So they use little little sound bites. Yeah. And then Molly Ringwald. Great seeing her. I mean, come on. Yeah. She's yeah. 80s icon. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. And what does she say? She says, somewhere between 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink, my publicist told me not to be seen with him. Ouch. So yeah. So the word getting around Hollywood is don't hang out with Ralph Macchio. So now we come back to Cy, and he's like, he's not an alcoholic. He doesn't do prostitutes. If he was a degenerate, I could sell him. Too squeaky clean, man. You can't be too squeaky clean. So now we go to his wife, and Sal, take it away. This is back to the intervention room. Right there, this is the intervention moment. The wife says to him, are you sure you've never slept with anyone else? And obviously, on the show Intervention, the guy would be like, oh, yes, honey, I've slept with 100 prostitutes. But of course, Ralph answers. No one but you. And they're all disappointed. <laughs> Everybody's shocked that, that that unidentified man who, who we don't know, he hangs his head down. His son hangs his head down. Yeah. Everybody's disappointed. No affairs. Before Ralph even gets his line in, there's another tag and it says, to get back on top. And then he says his line and we come back in, he'll need to hit bottom. Then we see Ralph laying on a bed with his shoes on. And by the way, I just want to point out, this is a very modest room. Did you notice that? Very modest room, like no art on the wall. He's wearing his shoes. He's on top of the bed on his back. And there's a voiceover, him saying to himself, 
I'm not going to take this lying down. Yeah. Meanwhile. He's lying down. <laughs> so now we see our first review of the actual movie. We've already seen the laurels. It's been a festival darling. We see these tags. And Sal, what does this review say? This is, quote, a powerful, never coming of age story. <laughs> and this is by Manola Dargis of the New York Times. Now, is that a real person? I think so. That's pretty funny. Never coming of age story. It's, it made me laugh out loud, actually. So now Cy, who's labeled as manager or agent at different times, but so I guess he's both to Machio. He's really upset. He's like, wholesome family man. What the F? He's super pissed. Then we cut to Machio. And what's he doing? Now we have Ralph and his wife in their bedroom. And Ralph is setting up a camera on a tripod. And the wife says, you want to make a what? And Ralph says, a sex tape with no cuddling. And his wife says, are you sure, Ralph? I mean, the cuddling is your favorite part. And then they go back on Ralph and he's looking, he's like, you know, falling into himself, defeated again. It was very reminiscent of the Zach and Miri make a porno, Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks. So very similar, kind of clunky. He's got the little camera, tiny camera on this big tripod, you know, and you can just tell he's like fish out of water. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he's a cuddler. So probably not going to work. Yeah. I've always said that if I personally were ever to make a homemade porn, I would use a drone. I would want wide angle panoramic shots is what I would like. Fair enough. Uh, we'll have to get you a drone. <laughs> so now, Sal, we have our second review. I guess it's our last review, but it says, tragic. Machio is heartbreakingly nice. Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Real person. So <laughs> would lead me to believe that they're all legit. Yeah. Heartbreakingly nice. Nobody wants to be nice. I don't want to be nice. I don't like if people call me nice. I don't even like when people call other people nice. It's such a it's such a bland, nondescriptive word. It really means nothing. Nice. Nice. He's such a nice person. He's a nice guy. She's a nice lady. What does that even mean? So now the wife mentions, hey, if you can't get a sitcom, maybe you could be on a face cream. This really sets him off. He's like, oh, crap. I've been hearing that for years. And then the plate crashes. And at first you're like, well, did he drop the plate? Did it slip out of his hands? Yeah. But he looks to his wife and he says, I meant to do that. So this is where you're starting to see, would we say this is the inner Cobra Kai coming out of <laughs> Ralph Macchio? Is that what we're seeing right now? I think he dropped it accidentally though, and then tried to cover up and say <laughs> he meant to do that. So now on screen, it says, experience one man's journey into self-disgrace. And the manager runs down the bad boy list. Robert Downey Jr., Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. And then you see Macchio online, Sal, and- when he's online, you see other people, Mickey Rourke, Bill Gates, and there's a Steve McQueen image. And let's not forget the tie-in to the Karate Kid, because Steve McQueen's son, Chad McQueen, played who, Sal? Chad McQueen played Dutch in the original motion picture. And he was a badass. He was a real martial artist, and you could tell that he had true martial arts training and he had trained underneath Chuck Norris. So, pretty impressive. He looked pretty impressive. And we've not seen him on Cobra Kai yet. And we're hopeful we get a, a Dutch sighting sometime soon. Well, it was funny to see Steve McQueen's photo and also hilarious to see Bill Gates. 
Yeah, that was very funny. Uh, I think Bill Gates was like a protest is what it was. What was uh, Steve McQueen arrested for? Oh, who knows? Driving fast. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah okay. It was funny to see us. And then, and then to the to the astute listener, you also hear an audio of Christian Bale's onset freak out when he freaks out uh, at the lighting guy who gets in his. Uh, oh yeah, from Terminator. Yes, yes. Like, what the fuck are you doing? To be clear, it was Terminator Salvation. Yes, the only one that did not have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Do you want me to trash your lights? <laughs> You want me to trash him? Yeah, he lost it that day. So now, Sal, Machio goes into training mode. He's got the fake paparazzi, mannequins, if you will. And what's he doing with them? I love this because he's doing like, he's actually rehearsing is what he's doing. The mannequins are dressed as paparazzi. They've got uh, the insider t-shirt, TMZ t-shirt, and (laughs) Perez Hilton t-shirt. And Ralph walks by these mannequins. No pictures, guys. And then Ralph approaches one of the mannequins. And he, and he yells at the mannequin, I am trying to have a clandestine brunch with my underage lady friend, okay? So we get to see Ralph Macho freaking out at paparazzi. Pretty funny. And then we see him shotgun a beer very, very poorly, cutting cocaine. It's baking soda, but he's working on it. He's chopping up cocaine, which was a lot of cocaine, Sal. It makes like a <laughs> smiley face. I love that. I, I love that. And did you notice the, the card that he was using to chop up the baking soda? No. He's using a Costco card. Talk about baby boomer here. Yeah, that was intentional. Very good. And then he's chugging vodka, which he spews out. And then he destroys the camera. And I think he apologizes to the mannequin. Yeah, he yells at the mannequin again. I don't think you understand me. I'm trying to engage in illicit behavior and I prefer not to be photographed. And yeah, he breaks off the mannequin's arm and then later on says, and I'm sorry about your arm. So then Machio solicits a prostitute and he wants to be photographed getting a hand job. Yeah. And she answers, Oh, you so sweet, baby. Why don't you come back when you turn 18? Okay. And Ralph responds, God damn, you know, I'm 48 years old. <laughs> oh, by the way, when he mentions the hand job, he says, I'll pay cash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. She's great. It's such a funny sequence. And yeah, he's just trying to get in trouble. Like, here's a good guy trying to break the law, and he can't even get that right. Well, also very reminiscent of the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry David picks up a prostitute so that he can ride in the carpool lane. A classic Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Yeah, they had to be inspired by that, for sure. Now we see a notepad. I guess this is supposed to be Machio's notepad, and it says, Sex, Drugs, Alcohol, Violence, Profanity, Success. Yeah, and success has it has like a box drawn around it and underlined. So, in other words, it's it's almost like Candyland. You got to work your way through sex, drugs, alcohol, violence, profanity to reach success. And while that's on screen, we start to hear the Three Six Mafia "It's a Fight" song play. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. I didn't know who that was. Great song. It comes on, and then now we see on screen a nice guy. And then Sal, what do we see Macho doing here? So now we see what the rehearsals were leading to. So there he was rehearsing with baking soda and a Costco card, but now he's legitimately in a bathroom cutting Coke. He snorts the Coke. He even does that that thing where they rub the Coke on their gums. He looks in the mirror. He says, bonsai, motherfucker. (laughs) But he looks different. He's got an earring. He looks more like a gangster here. Yeah. And he's going to be the the go-to guy for Coke now, apparently. And now it says, a good man on screen. And now we have a Chachi reference. 
Yeah, he walks by a guy and this guy teases him. Hey, what's up, Chachi? So we don't know if the guy really thinks that he's Scott Bale yeah. or the guy's just being a, a jerk and, and like mocking him now twice. Hey, what's up, Chachi? Ralph rubs him up. I'm not Chachi, motherfucker. Another F-bomb. They're adding up fast. I have to just chime in here on the Scott Bayo factor. Many moons ago, before I lived in Los Angeles, Al, I did a video for Walmart. And I was super excited to get the gig because it entailed me to fly to Los Angeles, shoot at a real Walmart, and direct Scott Bayo in the video. What? Only directed him very briefly for this spot. And uh, it was great. Fond memories of my encounters with Chachi. Nice. You didn't, you didn't rough him up and say, I'm not Ralph Macchio. No, I did not. Although I should have. So now we see on screen, pushed too far. And next, someone spots him, Sal. And what happens? Yeah, more guys teasing him. Hey, it's the Karate Kid. Come on, man, do that crane shit. Mercy is for the weak. So this guy totally mocks and challenges. Yeah, all in one. Yeah. Well, Ralph does the crane kick, kicks the guy in the face, and everybody around is reacting like, you dick, you asshole. Ralph says, shoot. And he runs like a bat out of hell, runs out of the nightclub. Yeah. I mean, pretty amazing, though. He still got it. He did the crane kick beautifully, and he was mocked. He was challenged. I mean, I don't blame him. And you know what? I'm not going to feel sorry for this guy because this guy deserved it. But think about it. This guy gets to carry on with his life, say that Daniel LaRusso crane kicked him in the face. Yeah. After I egged him on. But yeah, it would be uh, be a badge of honor to say the least. As he tears out of there, now we see another film festival laurel. And which one is this? This one says, winner, jury prize, Sea Caucus Film Festival. Now, Jason, is that a real film festival, Sea Caucus? It's funny you bring this up because my third... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm assuming everything else is real, so we should look into it. Maybe it's in New Jersey. I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's an odd name, Sea Caucus. I'm going to look that up. That's S-E-A-C-A-U-C-U-S, Sea Caucus. Yeah. If this is conceived by Ralph Macchio... And he's from New Jersey, and they already referenced the Hoboken Film Festival. I'm going to make the assumption that there's some sort of tie in there, perhaps. Or, or he had a good experience there. I bet, I would bet it's real, but I don't know that for certain. So now we see Pat O'Brien come on because this has become a news story. Machio has assaulted someone in a bar with a crane kick, and it's kind of like TMZ's there covering it. Now we're back to Ringwald, and she's referencing. The Brat Pack, the infamous Brat Pack, Sal, who I always admired as a kid, and I would say who were synonymous with all the films in the 80s, but some of the biggest Brat Pack movies, I would say, the ensemble ones were like The Breakfast Club, St. Amos Fire, and even The Outsiders, the movies that had like multiple members in it. But what does she go on to say about the Brat Pack? Molly Ringwald says, he tried to get into the Brat Pack, but he wanted to change the name to the Smile Bunch. Needless to say, he did not get in the Brat Pack. No, no. Too clean for the Brat Pack. Although he was in The Outsiders, so he could be Brat Pack adjacent. Well, they're called Brats for a reason. Who got into trouble in in the Brat Pack? I would say Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen. Judd Nelson probably got into some trouble here and there. I think he got arrested. Yeah, he got arrested. Since we're talking, I think Anthony Michael Hall had some domestic issues later. Oh, Rob Lowe. 
Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Rob Lowe yeah. had some issues at the Democratic National Convention back in the day with the two underage ladies. Oh, I forgot about that. Then he would go on to be on the West Wing. So he cleaned up his act quite well, I got to say. And I'm sure there's others that got into trouble. But for the most part, I, I love those movies. I love the Brat Pack. And yeah, Ralph Macho, I would never say, oh, yeah, he was in that. He may have ran with them, but in some of the same movies, but he wasn't that type of person. No. So now we have a montage of Macho running. And he's yelling at the mannequin. And then he quits Scrabble. He gets up and throws the board because what happened, Sal? Yeah, he's playing Scrabble with his family. And I think it's his daughter who lays down the word karate. <laughs> and this, <laughs> this sets him off. He flips out. Game over. He mixes up the tiles. He stands up. Game over now. How Sal, dare you? Have you ever done that, Sal? Have you ever just gotten up and ended a game of Scrabble dramatically? I'm not a sore loser. So I would have to say no. And you know what? Honestly, when I used to play a lot of these board games, I used to have a roommate. We would play this game called Play on Words, which is similar to Scrabble, uh, except we both use the same tiles. So we both have the same tiles to work with. He would always beat me. My buddy Mario would always beat me. And yet, I always played. So sometimes I just play to have fun. Well, you're a nice guy. No, I'm not nice. (laughs) I'm not nice. And now we see the Karate Kid movie poster. And of course, I'm talking about the remake with Jackie Chan. And that's what has sparked this whole thing. It wasn't Karate Kid's coming out. It was at the remakes coming out. And Daniel's going through this whole shift in character and trying to become a viable actor in this town again. By the way, I think earlier on in this video, when it used the term hitting bottom, To me, this is his bottom. He's sitting on the curb, leaning against a tree, or leaning against a signpost, actually. He looks over and sees the movie poster for Karate Kid there on on the side of the bus bench. This is the bottom yeah, right here. By the way, I think that this was shot on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. Pretty certain. I think he's in front of a car wash. I think that's where that is. Okay. But this, Sal, is truly the low point, as you said, because think about it. He's been replaced. There is a new Karate Kid, and his career is in Nowheresville, according to this video. So, like, yeah, this is it. There's already someone taking his place, and he doesn't know what to do. So, then we cut to his wife, and they're arguing. And we come back to Machio, and he's doing what? He's sitting in an alley. He's near all these empty boxes. He's leaning on a pallet. Just totally, yeah, rock bottom. Again, I think the bottom was the movie poster, but he's definitely in an alley on his butt. And he texts on his BlackBerry, Oh yeah, I am so bummed with a frowny face there next to it. I guess he's texting his wife that he's so bummed. Then in the next scene, he's there next to that bus stop. We see Jaden Smith doing that fantastic high kick. And now here's Ralph Macchio trying to channel Daniel LaRusso again, <laughs> delivering a, a pathetic kick to this tree. Just no flexibility, no strength. No. Definitely rock bottom here for... Ralph Macchio. And we just saw him do the crane kick a few minutes ago. So maybe he's just sad or he's been drinking vodka or doing too much coke. But he is at rock bottom. It looks like someone who's never even done a karate kick. It's just it's just terrible. Maybe he needs coke to deliver a, a good kick. That's true. Brought the crane out of him. So now we cut back to him and he's arguing with his wife from the earlier shot. And what does she say to him? The wife says to Ralph, what is it? What's going to make you happy? And Ralph answers, I don't want to be happy. That's all I ever am. No more. He's done. 
He is no longer the nice guy. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but Ralph Macho has crossed over to the dark side. Yeah, definitely a no more Mr. Nice Guy moment and video. And then we see on screen, wax on, fuck off. You think that's the end of the video, but much like a music video, we come back in for a little tag at the end. And Sal, what do we see? <laughs> We're back on the street and Ralph is hugging the prostitute. The prostitute and Ralph are hugging each other. The earlier prostitute that he tried to pick up. And she says, you know, this is $50, right? And Ralph says, it's so worth it. It's so great. Yeah. And they're just like almost like a slow dance. It's that type of thing. They're just hugging and he's just in for a deep, long hug. And then it says, coming soon. And that's it. Oh, this was so fantastic. And I'm telling you, just what I needed. This is Ralph Macho pushing the envelope in sort of the Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe. This is semantics he was into between Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Man, I love seeing this. Yeah, I knew you would. I knew you would. And I knew we'd enjoy talking about it. It was different because we've done music videos, several of them, from Survivor Moment of Truth to No More Kings Sweep the Leg. And most recently, Peter Cetera, Glory of Love. But we've never done a funny video like this, a funny or die video. And it was very different to dissect, but a lot of fun and a lot of references to the Karate Kid. Yeah, definitely for the fan. This is a must-see. Cobra Kai fans, Karate Kid fans, this video, wax on, fuck off, funny or die, must-see. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening, and we greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and please message us if you have any comments or questions. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter of the show, just search for Let's Talk Cobra Kai. And if you're just curious about our other shows, please visit JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.